Welcome to Business Brains and the Bottom Line. My name is Paul Delegro, your host today, and my guest is all the way from Australia, uh, Anu Kukar. Welcome to the show, Anu. Thank you so much, Paul. Amazing to be here. Okay, so this is is Sunday my time, Monday your time. This took a lot of orchestration to get this to work out, so we're both either, one of us is, we're both awake, actually, so... That is but correct. We made the time zones work. Unbelievable. So, but anyway, great to have you. Before we get going, I want to give the audience a little bit of a flavor for who you are. So you work at IBM and you also work at a company called Aracena. You're the director at Aracena, which is a startup, and it's uh, based on cybers for non-techies. Uh, you just received an award in Australia for the IT security champion of like the the, the millennial or something. And that last, that's all right. Maybe not that, but at least last year's champion. And, uh, you know, you're a keynote speaker. You've spoken at 40 different conferences all over the world, North America, Middle East, Europe, and Asia, and get all these different qualifications. So you're certainly a, um, a well-qualified uh, cybersecurity uh, specialist, expert, whatever you want to call yourself. But Thank one you. of the things that's interesting about that is you didn't start out in cybersecurity. No, I didn't. Absolutely. Tell us a little not. bit about your background because I, I I love stories, right? I love I love I always tell. How did you get to where you are today? You know, and so how did you start out? Yeah, well, my story is definitely not the uh, typical one. Um, I am, and still am today, a, a chartered accountant, as we call them in Australia, which is the CPA equivalent in US. Got it. Um, so I started my career twenty plus years ago, where I used to receive shoeboxes um, with receipts <laughs> in them, and I would be filling them out and uh, taking them out of the box and filling out um, Excel spreadsheets. And oh God. Uh, the, then eventually the tax software came and did tax returns. Um, so I started my career as a tax accountant. I then, um, after a few years, transitioned into a different career and became an internal auditor and uh, really looked, got, to, got the chance to look at different value chains within okay. organisations. Um after that, I moved into governance, risk, and compliance um, and regulation. After that, I moved into um, supply chain transformation, risk innovation, um, and then finally moving into cyber, data, emerging tech, uh, risk, governance, and compliance, and then now finally very much just focused on cyber. So it's been sort of a five career transitions from a wow. tax accountant to get to being a cyber professional. So I think you found your niche though. From what I can understand, you really like what you do. Oh, love it. Absolutely do. Yeah. So what you, now at IBM, you, you cover, I think you said uh, New Zealand and Australia in the kind of what we would call the sled government space. I don't know how you term it in your country. Yeah, so um, what I do at IBM is I look after um, organisations that are termed critical infrastructure is what we call them here. Okay. So anything that's um, travel, transportation, energy, utilities, water, um, telcos, um, manufacturing, all of that for Australia and New Zealand, we support them from a cybersecurity perspective. Very nice. Very nice. So now, how technical are you? That's why you're an accountant. I always, I always wonder, like, you know, you make that change, right? I've seen this done before. You know, how, how technical can you get? Oh, look, it, it depends on the definition of technical is how I say <laughs> it. But, but I'm very upfront with my clients. And that's how, why I've picked a team that each has a really unique superpower. So I've got sure. some really technical people 
Um, and then I've got some people who come from diverse backgrounds like me and transition into cyber. We're helping them transition. Yeah. And then I've got some people who have been in cyber and they're sort of early on in their career. Part of my interview process and building this new team has been about um, getting everyone to realize what's their superpower. What do they bring of value? And if we all understand that, then the technical people know that that's their superpower and we all complement and work together, sure. which means every engagement, we're working together. Sure. So you're, you're, you're kind of like the team lead and the visionary. Correct. Yes, right. absolutely. Makes sense. But, uh, but really, what, you know, one of the main things I wanted to talk to you about today, you know, your, your day job is IBM, that pays the bills and, you know, you love what you do. But you're also involved in this other company called Aracena, which is a pretty fascinating uh, company. It's a startup. But really, it sounds like that's one of your passions today is to help people along the journey of, okay, I'm in a career that I, I don't like, I like, I maybe want to make a change because cybersecurity, as we know, is so hot today and there's such a shortage of people in the industry. You've kind of formed this company to help people make that jump, if I understand this correctly. Yeah, look, absolutely. I think um, I'll take even a step back if I can share the okay. journey of just going globally. I was, um, I was actually trying to see if I can get some stats for each country, but let's go with global stats. Um, they were saying that by 2022, which we are in today, um, 1.8 million cyber positions were expected to be unfilled. Now, I don't oh, wow. know the exact number, but they were sure. predicting and going, we're going to have 1.8 million unfilled positions. Now, if I look at myself as an example, yes, I've loved the different careers that I've had, but you know what? I like learning. I'm a person yeah. who loves lifelong learning. I've, I'm curious. I like talking to people and really finding ways that I can contribute to society. And there must be other people. I'm not the only one. There are other people sure. who want to do the same. They might be stuck in an IT career or marketing or accounting or psychology, whatever degree it is, you don't have to be stuck. Why not use those skills, those superpowers and apply it in a cyber world where we've got 1.8 million unfilled positions? That was kind of the thinking and the vision. Um, so did two things. Um, basically, my brother set up a company called Aracena. So I'm the director on it. Uh, but he runs it. It's his company. And he helps people um, who are non-techies, so non-technical, really get them work ready for a cyber perspective. So, for example, if you're a marketing person or you're an IT person, how do you get yourself um, work ready so that you can actually do the job um, in cyber? He goes through that. Now, there's two reasons for that. If I think about my journey, so my journey over time that I was telling you about, Paul, how an accountant and auditor yep. and I changed. Um, yes, I went and did a certification. So I had a certification on my CV to get the interview and get going. But one of the biggest struggles that I had was who was going to give me a chance if I didn't yeah. have the experience. Yeah, that's, um, that, that was going to get to that question, actually. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So that was one of the challenges. And then the other challenge was, well, if I haven't got practical experience, how on earth am I going to really excel? And then especially if I'm a leadership position as well. So I'm very fortunate. My brother, because of his background and what he's done, um, he set up Aracena, but 
again, being my sibling, he was very generous. He spent evenings and weekends with me and was basically my cyber buddy. Yeah. And took me under his wing. And so he would be giving me work tasks, sample ones, and get me to practice so that in an interview, I could talk about it. I took special projects at work as well that I would do at nighttime and on weekends. And having him as a cyber buddy just helped me really get work ready, uh, which he's now trying to do for more people um, to actually help reduce the skills gap. Yeah, very nice. So, you know, my company, we, we have a whole security division too. And so the thing that gets, I think about is, you know, the practical experience of someone gets hit with ransomware. That's a big one today, obviously, right? You've got to get into the weeds pretty quick on that stuff. That would be my one concern about that, a company like that, that, you know, how deep can you really get if you, for your first job, right? That's, that's very true. And, and I think this is where I would say, um, People with diverse backgrounds, um, and I'm talking from different uh, different walks of life. So what I haven't shared in my 20-year career, I've also worked, uh, part of my experience was in insurance companies. Okay. So we deal with catastrophe events. So when there are floods, bushfires, or emergencies, we have catastrophe committees. We have to mobilize the workforce. We have to look after our customers in that emergency situation to me, that is transferable skills to a cyber incident. Yeah, very similar. That's good. Very point. similar. So whilst I couldn't say that I've got 10 years of cyber incident management experience, I've got 10 years of catastrophe, catastrophe. emergency, and they're transferable skills. Um, and I use that in the interview. And also I share learnings from those emergency incidents with my clients so they can apply. And I think that's the other superpower I bring is that I share things from different industries sure. um, and help people not make the same mistakes. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, we all have different experiences in life and they're all, you know, you, you build different skill sets along the way that you can bring with you. I'm wondering what my superpower is. When I figure that out, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> awesome. I, I think I already know one of them. It's definitely your ability to share and bring out a story. Like just getting to meet you before we were doing this podcast, your ability to draw out and catch the story of a person, I think is absolutely part of your superpower. Yeah, well, that's why I've always been in the sales side, right? I always felt like I was good at building relationships and building trusting relationships. And that's part of selling too, right? Because people aren't going to buy from you unless they trust you, like you, respect you, all the above, right? So I, I always felt like that was kind of my superpower. Yeah, my incredible good looks, by the way. So I, <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> I knew you're laughing. Well, is that funny? Or <laughs> um, I'm, I'm laughing because anything I say after this will just get me in trouble. So I'm just going to not say anything there you on go. that. <laughs> That's probably a good a good strategy. So the uh, getting back to Aracena, um, how long has that company been around for? It's been around for just under two years. Okay. Um, yep. And what, what happens is if someone um, is wanting to uh, really get work ready for cyber, so you might have done your certifications. And I think that's part of my journey as well. When I was transitioning over, one of the challenges I found was, well, I can have the knowledge, but I also need the skills and experience. So there, yes. there are two components. The knowledge, I basically just 
read and did so many YouTube, LinkedIn, online certifications, everything I could get my hands on, I did for a good 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, okay. that's a, I didn't realize that transition was that kind of long and in, in coming. Okay. I, I think it was sort of just things bubbling away, but it wasn't like consistently and concerted effort. So I think you could do it in a lot less time. Mine was, well, I was intrigued by it, but again, you need to dedicate the time. Yeah. Like it's, it's carving time out from letting go of Netflix and other things um, <laughs> and finding time. Like we've got to exercise, sleep, eat, have a social life. We've got our day job. All of that kind of plays up um, in it. But so I, I think the knowledge part, a lot of people can get the certification, the badges, all of that. What Aracena does is, um, and it's globally available, so you don't have to be in the same country. It's four to six weeks lightning fast um, helping people get job ready. So there are at three levels for entry level, middle management and executives. So someone like me who's quite experienced, more of a people leader, um, I have got elements that I can undertake through Aracena that is um, fit for purpose but also at my level. Right. But, again, lightning lightning speed and fast in four to six weeks so that it's not something that's going to take me two years it's about being current right now. Yeah. And could you, you know what would happen if two years is a long time, right? You know how people's, people want instant results today. So that kind of, that's, that's actually not a bad time frame. I, I don't think. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take an example. So say, for example, say you talked about you're in an IT company, say one of your colleagues really wanted to switch into cyber, right? They wanted to learn they could actually say, work with their manager and go, okay, well, what are their goals and KPIs for the first quarter? What is it? Do they need to do a cyber incident plan? Do they need to develop a cyber risk profile? Whatever their work goals are, you could define those and then that could be what is um, shared with Aracena, that that is what I need to be able to do. So you have someone teaching you how to do it while you apply it to your actual work oh, so nice. that... Nice. So if you're paying for it, you're still getting a work outcome. Like Very I know I can say I got it for free, but that is that is the whole uh, basis for how my brother runs Aracena. Very nice. Yeah. So, um, and, and what's his background, by the way? It sounds like he had been in technology as well, right? He's got a very diverse background. I should almost say and go, you should absolutely get him on your podcast. He's got a very unique story. He... Um, He's basically a compass. So if you go north, he's a certified ethical hacker out of US. Okay. Um, on the flip side, he's also a chartered accountant like me, so a CPA in US equivalent. If you go east, he has been teaching chemistry and other science subjects at university. Oh, wow. And if you go west, then he's also been an interim chief risk officer at financial services. So he's kind of got the four C's off the compass. Wow. And he and and so that's through his own career that's why he's been inspired to go how do you make people work ready because that's what he's done for himself he he switches careers like as you see north south east west does it lightning fast and gets senior level roles so he goes how can i do that and help others yeah unbelievable uh, just the chemistry alone to be able to teach that is amazing let alone the other stuff right I tell you, I'm not a science person. Yeah, I I, I have a math degree, uh, barely, and uh, I did take have to take a couple semesters of chemistry. Not easy. 
Oh, I, I think as soon as science was not compulsory in the Australian education system, I stopped. I went, that's it. No more. <laughs> well, I have a lot of respect for people that, um, like yourself, that had, you know, anytime you make a career change, it's stressful, right? And, you know, I, I, I think I heard a line once, you, most people fail because they never take the first step. Right, they they get stuck in their ways. They're afraid to make a move. So I always respect anyone that has the guts to kind of get out of their comfort zone and go above and beyond, like you did. You you know you, you had different careers, but you you made a career change and they got into cybersecurity. And you're working at a huge company, by the way. They don't just hire anybody, you know. True, very true. Um, and look, I what I would say is um, for anyone who's listening. So say anyone who's listening to this podcast and who's going, you know what. How do I take that first step? As right. you say, well, that's really difficult. Um, I would say to them, um, you're not alone and you don't have to be alone. We've actually kicked off a global campaign, uh, which is called hashtag switch to cyber. Um, it's on all social media channels and we're bringing together a whole community so that anyone who wants to switch to cyber um, or anyone who's already switched to cyber or cyber professionals or just organizations that supporting that cyber ecosystem. Um, we've created a global campaign and we've got a platform that's free to sign up. So again, if you could take the first step, sign up and so be part of the campaign, you're going to find all these buddies and other people sure. that you can take the first step. And I think for me, because I had my brother, I'm super grateful, but yeah. if I was doing this alone, I don't know how I would have done it. Sure. And for me, that's part of why I went, you know what, let's do this global campaign, help that first step and connect people. And it's globally. So someone in the US could be talking to someone in Australia. She's funny. And it's a good example. Take the first step. <laughs> well, and it sounds like just, I don't know you very well. We've spoken a couple of times, but you seem like the type of person that wants to help people, right? It's not all, I mean, you get personal satisfaction out of helping people. It's not all about the money or what have you. That's absolutely. I think um, where it stems from is as a kid, I, I had two dreams. I, I always wanted to be a teacher. And my brother will tell you the story of how I sat and got him to do algebra. And like, I was kind of his little tutor when we were kids. Um, so he'll tell you the story of how I always wanted to be a teacher, just helping other get educated yeah. and knowledge. And then my other thing was I wanted to be a professional tennis player. Like I used to play tennis and that was my dream to play at Wimbledon. Oh, wow. Um, Wimbledon, Wimbledon has, and tennis has nothing to do with helping others. Yep. But the teacher bit has probably been the one, but I've always had those two dreams as a kid and it's been with me constant. Um, neither has come true, but I think uh, I can fulfill them through this global campaign. So we, how, how far did you go in tennis? How far did you play like in high school or college or? Yeah, high school, just uh, within the state. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, definitely far off from Wimbledon, but definitely watch and keep a full tap on the tennis at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's, hey, it's it's always good to have fantasies and dreams about things like that. You know, keeps us keeps us going, right? The day that stopped, I think we're all in trouble. Oh, absolutely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what other you know what other advice would you give? Um, if someone's kind of stuck in their career and wants to make that move, uh, you know, in addition to just calling you, is, it, is there some preliminary things they could do to kind of dip their toe in the water? Because this is a big, this would be a big move for somebody. 
Yeah, absolutely. I would say, so look, definitely follow the hashtag switch to cyber because one, you'll get content and tips through that um, that we will be sharing. Um, through the switch to cyber campaign, you can um, log on to the platform. So um, the link, which um, I know you'll share when you post the podcast um, on www.cyberontangler.com. There is a link there to join the platform and you're part of the community. So that I would say they're the first two steps. After that, what I would say is um, kind of what we talked about. What is that superpower? Yeah. Take some time and actually think about what is my superpower? What am I good at? What could I contribute to cyber? Yeah, I think that's a big one, by the way, is we all have skills. Just because someone doesn't have those, maybe the what we call the soft people skills, they maybe have another cyber power that they're really good at, right? And so I think it, the key is to determine that and have and, and find your niche, find your lane. That's exactly. And it could be a couple of things. It could be one thing. Like you sure. might be a really good project manager. You right. might be a really good agile scrum master. You might be a transformation consultant, or you may be really good with automation and robotics. You might be really good. Like one of the associates in my team, she's got a law degree. The other's got a geopolitical and a psychology degree. Hello, they are skills we need in cyber. Yeah. Um, Right. So for me, it's about let's, I would say, so step three definitely is about identifying um, the superpower because you can then communicate to cyber professionals or in a cyber interview to go, this is the skills that I bring and how I can contribute in cyber. Yeah. Um, Fourth step I would say is um, make sure you're lifelong learning. So think about how how do you get that knowledge and how do you get that practical experience? Like get yourself uh, learning on both elements. And again, that takes time and that's a commitment. So, but doing that is going to give you confidence as well. You'll start seeing that a cyber incident, oh, I could bring my insurance catastrophe skills. Right. But if I don't understand cyber incidents, then how am I going to transfer my skills? So I think the lifelong learning mindset is important. And the fifth and final one that I would say for any listeners to get started is um, around social eminence. So having that brand or building that brand online. So, for example, if you're not in cyber at the moment but are interested, are you following hashtags like cybersecurity? Are you are you following? I'd say go and follow. Type in cybersecurity influencers on LinkedIn. You'll yeah. see the top 30 influencers. Start following them because you will then get in your feed all the cybersecurity news. Start commenting. Start connecting yeah. with people and suddenly you'll have a cybersecurity community around you. Yeah. That's actually how I started as well. Yeah, and there's a ton of information out there on all the social media platforms. I, I actually took a social selling class recently. Uh, and the one thing I learned that was kind of mind-boggling to me was one, the main statistic that I heard was 67% of all uh, information technology purchases go to social media first three to five times before they even will contact someone, a company like ours. Wow. So, um, you know, so it's important for folks like us to build our brand out there to, you know, be, be active on it. So our name gets out there. And so if a company has a need, they go, Hey, I, I've seen this guy, Paul from prescriptive. He may be able to help us. So that's that's kind of the, the plan. But you, you you kind of did the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I think because like in 
pre-social, like it would be like it's about like you, you know people, you go to physical events, you dress up, you go in and introduce yourself, yeah. you hand the business card. Now you've got to do that virtually. And so I say to people, follow influencers in cyber. Yeah. Um, make sure that you're commenting on their posts. You will get noticed online. Oh, this person's actually interested in cyber. They might help you land your first job. So yeah. for me, the social eminence, the lifelong learning, um, and um, your superpower are three things that you can do. And then two things which immediately is join the campaign and you'll be connected with a whole heap of other people around the world that are trying to do the same thing and so you're not alone. Very nice. Great advice. Well, I, I know, you know, when people ask me what I think about, you know, uh, the IT information technology business, I point them directly to security because that's not going away. True. Very right. true. I, I mean, it's and with all the job openings, uh, we have a, 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 a one of my wife's cousin's son joined the military, and he got into this cybersecurity uh, division. And when he gets out of the out of the Air Force, I'm sure he'll have like a million jobs lined up for him uh, when he gets out. So, and he got the government to pay for his training too, which is even better. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. So, well. This was great, Anu. I really appreciate you having you on. Anything you you kind of covered all the next step. But any any last uh, last words for the, the listeners of viewers out there, uh, all the way from Australia. All I would say is, as Paul said, uh, the first step is the hardest, but we've made it easy. Join the Switch to Cyber campaign online. All right, sounds good. Well, Anu, we'll be in touch again, and I definitely want to get your brother on the show one of these days as well. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Paul, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, that's a that's another uh, wrap for Business Brains and the Bottom Line. Until next time.